0: Blob Talk Radio. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. but huh? Flight 209 are clear for vector 324. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Our radio clearance. Over. That's clearance Over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger. Over.
1: But It's that same, but time. Same, but channel. Every Wednesday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with your host, Dusty Bow. Let My People Grow is a show by, of, and for the cannabis community and culture.
0: It's like a radio station.
1: Let My People Grow was created to be a platform for activists, cultivators, extractors, and everyone that's involved in the cannabis community and movement to share their personal knowledge and experiences with the world and the everyday cannabis consumer. Our goal on Let My People Grow is to educate, inform, and empower our listeners about the many benefits of utilizing the cannabis hemp plant in our community and modern society. But most importantly, educating our listeners about the importance of ending the unconstitutional prohibition of the undisputed champion of the plant kingdom, the people's plant, cannabis hemp. Better budding than a mystery, it's grown through a community of cultivators. On Let My People Grow, we feature outstanding special guests, play music from amazing artists, bands, and musicians who recognize the importance of utilizing such an amazing and beneficial plan. Wow,
0: that's him. Yeah. But I've been a lot of cotton kind of smooth coaches. No, I mean, look at that
1: band, man. We invite you and everyone within the cannabis community to come on and participate in a live talk show about cannabis hemp. Do you have a question for the host, want to discuss a recent news story, or an event, or talk about cultivation, or just simply talk about cannabis in general?
0: The request lines are now open, KGFJ
1: Soul Radio! (laughs) Give us a call during the live show at 917-889-8298. Be sure to follow Let My People Grow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Let My People Grow, where you can catch up and listen to and even download all previously recorded episodes of the show. Be sure to subscribe to the California Cannabis Temp Initiative on iTunes, where you can download and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you all so much for lighting up and tuning in to Let My People Grow. We're keeping you in the know why we do this show.
0: for two hours of Let My People Grow, with your host, Dusty Bowles. So, Dusty, put down the rig and pick up the mic, because we got a show to do.
1: Actually, hand the rig over to me.
0: The downside of marijuana is going to jail. And the other downside is a part to do with character of not standing up to get those people out of jail. Let our people go. Let our people grow.
1: And you're tuned in to Let My People Grow, live from the Bud Cake. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles, here on the CCHI Radio Network. Excuse me. Let me get a little closer to the mic here. I hope everybody had an excellent week. Um, We have a very special show lined up for you guys, ladies and gents, this evening. Um, we'll be doing uh, a giveaway this evening on the show. For um, We're going to do a call-in. So I'm going to announce the time and what time people will call in, and then we'll pick uh, the fourth caller. We'll say the fourth caller that calls in. If we can get four callers to call in, then we'll give it to the fourth caller. Or if we only get one, then we'll just give it to that person, too. We'll see what happens. Anyway, I'll announce the time a little later in the show, but it's going to be two free tickets to the After 420 session which is put on by the whole Together We Stand crew and Doja Loke production uh, extracts So that whole family, that whole the whole Central Valley crew. So looking forward to that. Really cool thing. Thanks to uh, Trip Boone and the CCHI radio and everybody for getting those tickets and making that possible. Um, it's going to be cool. I hope you guys are tuned in and listening in. I hope you're all uh, following and shared the the little ad or the little poster thing on social media. Um, It's not really a requirement, you know. It's just hey, it's just a cheap ploy at trying to get some likes and shares there. People, come on. But anyways, if you do call in, this I'll announce the time a little later in the show. So stay tuned. Um, We're gonna we're gonna talk about some news and some of the current events and what's going on uh, here at the CCHI, California Cannabis Hemp Initiative 2016, CCHI 2016. The People's Initiative, The Best Initiative, and Chris Conrad's own words, the best, the best. Um, Actually, you know, I think I have a a recording of him actually saying that. You know, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, here it is, look.
0: But moreover, the best, the best, the best is the California HEP Initiative, and that's the one I went to bust your butt for between now and the collection signature period.
1: That was back at the um a day in the park back at the berkeley event no that, no i don't know if that one was called a day in the park but we did two of them in berkeley and that was the second one down at the um uh martin luther king park down there it was a really great event so i got to see a lot of amazing bands and music which really helped me get inspired to uh reach out to local bands and music like we feature on the show um and bands that support the california cannabis hemp initiative and legalization in general you know really seeing the benefits of uh, utilizing the cannabis hemp plant, So this evening we'll have uh, our our dab track, which is our, uh, obviously not 710. It is 710 in Hawaii and 910 here in California. So we just kind of play it out as our Hawaii dab track, our dab track of the evening. Um, So we'll be hearing from the Frogman Experience this evening on our dab track. We're going to listen to a little splash time. And um, these guys are awesome. These guys are out of Santa Cruz. Um, really great, um, and they're called the, the Frogman Experience for a reason because it's more like a show. You really got to see these guys live, and their their whole outfits and everything. It's really like a, a theatrical show, and they groove, dude. They're really good. You guys are gonna like them. I hope so. Anyways, and if you do, please go check them out at the uh, the Frogman Exp dot com, where you can there you can purchase their digital albums, their music purchase uh, merchandise and stuff, but at least check them out, go on to Facebook, check out the Frogman experience, um, show them some love um, much love to all them for getting back to me and allowing us to play your awesome music on the show, it's like, you know it's all about cross promotion and people that have the, you know that's why we try to look for uh, artists that are really, you know, and you guys you guys are amazing, it's a, it's an honor to have you playing on our, on our show, so we'll be hearing from them in about two minutes from now but uh, on that topic, we were talking a little bit about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, and I just want to say thank you to all the volunteers that are still out there doing it and still dedicated, you know, because it, it's a real negative time, and we all knew this negative time was coming, right? We all knew that um, eventually it was really going to start the other campaigns, the other people, they were really going to drop down hard on on uh, the California Cannabis Hemp and the real grassroots initiative, you know, just like we're seeing, you know, it, it's all like, this stark comparison between Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, right? The lesser of two evils, you know, compared to some people or in some people's minds and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, honestly, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative is what not only the people of California really need, but it's also, it meets a lot of the things that the movement and um, the culture has been demanding of society since the beginning of the movement, you know, so um you know like allowing everyone to get into the market and it be a free and open thing and everybody's able to cultivate for personal use and and in ways that they can actually provide for themselves and not actually fix plants and you can have up to an ounce on you or some ridiculous thing like that but um, we're come up to our dab track so we're going to listen to a little frogman experience so get ready to get your uh, your webbed feet wet we're going to it's time to Splash time from the Frogman experience. Enjoy. Light up a dab down. Um, be sure to, like I was saying before, be sure to check them out at thefrogmanexp.bandcamp.com where you can purchase that music. You can hear more of those awesome tracks that you just heard. You can also purchase them there. Um, be sure to check them out. They're in uh, Santa Cruz, which who doesn't love Santa Cruz? It's one of my favorite places to go. Um Last time I did school was to go to Santa Cruz. In fact, it was to see some of the awesome bands that we feature on our show as well, like some of the local bands in Santa Cruz, like Ancestry and Noma Lackadocia. Um So we love to support local bands. Um, but make be sure to show them some love by purchasing their music. Um, support your local artists. Support your local grassroots. Um, you know. Um, you know, we're self promotion here. We're trying to self promote each other. We're trying to. Uh, everyone's trying to. Um, you know share their love, share their passion. I have a passion for cannabis, so therefore I do a podcast and radio show that's all about cannabis. Um, and I invite any anybody out there right now that's listening to uh, give us a call in right now. You can ask questions um, about legalization, about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, CCHI, or you, know, you just want to talk about strains, concentrates, uh, events going on. Um, there might be Uh, You might need court support, other issues like that that's going on in your area. You know what I mean? Stuff that involves patients' rights and advocacy and, uh, you know, all those good things. So if you want to call in, go ahead and give us a call at 917-889-8298. And we're going to go ahead and with the raffle or the giveaway this evening, to the first person that calls in at 1010 in the second hour of the show, we're going to give away two free tickets to the After 420 session. Which is coming up in April? I think it's the 23rd, 24th, or something like that. It's around those days, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, something, something very close to that. And I'll get the, you'll get the details on that um, as soon as. Uh, but so, so put that in your minds right now: 10:10. Call in at 10:10, and you can win two tickets to the After 4:20 session taking place right here in the Central Valley. Um, page, uh, location will be disclosed upon. Um, you know, once the everything is upon the day, because you know they try to keep it low pro. They don't want too many uh people knowing exactly where it's at. So with that being said, we also got the smokehouse sesh part de coming up um, this weekend on Saturday. So that's gonna be awesome. You'll be able to see me um uh, from Let My People Grow on the CCHI radio show, which we're listening to right now. Um, you can um. That over there, we'll be collecting signatures for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative to help us qualify for the ballot in 2016, which uh, we're running out of time. You know, since we're right around the April 20, I think it's 28th uh, deadline. So we're we're pushing it to the limit all the way to the end. Uh, I want to do a huge shout out and thank you to uh, Tom Herb. Who does so much for uh, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and is motivating and pushing people to do uh, a lot of things for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative? Um, he does a lot of work and motivates a lot of people, and I want to shout out to you. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that do a lot of stuff. So like Scott Kinder up in Humboldt, uh, There's so many people, you know, that do a lot of stuff, and not, I don't, you know, I don't think you hear it enough. And thank you for your work and service. You know, I mean, it's 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 not easy, you know it's not hard it's not easy to get out there and bust your butt and waste your own money and for a cause and other thing you know it's it's but you're doing it for the right reasons and you know you do get praise from the good people out there they know they they appreciate and respect what you're doing and it's always nice to hear those kind words from everybody out there as well it's like you know how we had uh Camo uh Camo from the show he was on the show last week and we were talking specifically about you know like I I love to have him on the show specifically because he's such a positive person and he really brings that positive energy to um, everything he does and that's why I'm excited about the Smokehouse sesh part two or part two taking part taking place this weekend. Um, you can buy tickets from uh, off of Doja Lok. I think you can get tickets off of Cam Camo. You can also get. Um, That's one more person. I think it was Tommy. And uh, so you can get... uh, You can get... uh, The tickets are out right now. Be sure to get your tickets. They're available. It's going to be super dope. Um, We're all going to have a good time. I mean, the last one was really fun. It was in a really nice location. And everybody that was there, the vendors, everybody was really nice. So it was a good time. Um, Got a lot of signatures. And hopefully we'll get a lot more, too. Um... Debbie said, man, has there been some crazy stuff taking place in the marijuana news, right? I mean, so let's talk a little news. Um Well I mean, we all know about the whole MCLR like penny stock donation of a million dollars or whatever the hell it was. Like that that I find I thought was pretty funny. Um There's an article from the East Bay Express, which obviously we all know is right up uh, adult use of marijuana. It's Reform California. Reform California endorsed the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. So, of course, you're going to see East Bay Express attacking any other initiative they think has any sort of, you know, viability or something. So once they found out that uh, Steve Covey had um, donated had supposedly donated a million dollars to the campaign to help them qualify. Um, (laughs) obviously this article comes out and it just totally trashes Steve and this whole, um, in there, in the whole penny stock thing, and it talks about how legalization supporters who buy a new penny stock are not directly supporting legalization, but rather a shady corner of the legal marijuana market, unregulated, often fraudulent work of pink sheet securities. Experts warn. Uh, this Tuesday, a new Nevada company, going by the name Kush, said it was donating one million to a California marijuana legalization initiative dubbed the MCLR the uh, purported one million campaign donation to the long shot initiative. See they right right there, they tell you, long shot initiative, they, You ain't got a shot in the hell, buddy. We we know who's got the money, right? That's that's who's paying us to write this shit. Initiative looks more like a stock scam than a serious effort, though, cannabis experts said. Longtime California activist Steve Cubby Cush. Cush's CEO has been under attack for the effort and today replied, no good deed goes unpunished. We believe in it. We think it's going to work out. They think it's going to work out. According to the Tuesday release from Cush, the Board of Directors of Cush, a new player of the medical marijuana field today authorized the donation of $1 million in Cush stock to Americans for Policy Reform, AFPR, in support of their 2016 Marijuana Control Legalization and Revenue Act, NCLR, legalization project, right? So, but Kush stock has no valuation, let alone sales or business record, to support it, experts note. Instead, it has the makings of a pump and dump scheme, experts say. About 6,500 investors have bought Cush shares at 5 cents per share, Covey said. Cush is shooting for an IPO on April April 20th at 10 cents per share or more, he added. The goal is to sell up to 50 million shares. The Cush release touts how it recently discovered a revolutionary cryogenic extraction process and has patent-pending genetics and sells a non-psychoactive nutraceutical to provide a better quality of life for people suffering from cancer, gout, arthritis, heart disease, diabetes, and other debilitating diseases. Cannabis finance experts as well as the US Secretary's Exchange Commission have reportedly warned investors over the last two years to stay away from pot penny stocks due to lacks uh due to lacks of oversight, obviously. Uh Covey acknowledges the new company has not passed auditing or received full SEC approval and could be subject to lengthy delays over both issues. It's a very risky investment, Cubby said. Never invest in anything you can't afford to lose. There is a very real risk in this marketplace. What if the next attorney general is Chris Christie? (laughs) Yeah, because that's likely, right? Well, who knows? There are some pretty stupid people out there thinking Trump's actually going to get elected. And excuse me for calling you stupid, but whatever. That's just so... Uh, experts question the whole scheme. Cannabis financer expert Alan Brockstein uh, noted in an online comment on March 9th that it was a very stupid move to gift stock in a company that intends to be publicly traded but hasn't begun trading and will likely have zero liqu- liquidity. Um, knowing the circumstances fairly well, I expect that the $1 million in act- in act- is actually about 50000 in realizable proceeds. So, I mean, even there's are speculating, I guess you could say that probably at best it's a fifty thousand dollar donation. Cubby responded that the company will have liquidity, but Washington D.C. activist and blogger Tom Engel wrote in a Facebook comment to be clear: it looks like the rather it looks that it looks like rather than giving one million in cash, they're giving what they're valuing as one million in stock to a company whose actual value seems questionable in a stock to a company whose actual value seems questionable. Excuse me. Uh, Cubby acknowledged there is no way to assess Cush's value at this juncture. Another expert, Doug McVeigh of Drug War Facts in Washington, noted that it's a lot of shares of questionable real value that would have to be sold in order to realize any spendable cash. So he, he says, Cubby said he predicts about 10 million public Cush shares must be bought to donate $1 million dollars to MCLR. By contrast, the leading initiative, Adult Use of Marijuana Act proponents reported that the state, or to the state, that the actual collection of over two million dollars in campaign do- donations, a uh, AUMA is backed by a mix of long-time established successful legalization groups, including the DPA the MPP, and private donors, including tech billionaire Sean Parker, and let's not forget uh, George Soros, one of the leading stockholders in Monsanto, who funds both MPP and the Drug Policy Alliance. So let's not forget who who butters their bread at the end of the day, Um, Adult Use of Marijuana Act proponents state that they have hit the 25% milestone in signature gathering and announced new endorsements weekly. Adult Use of Marijuana Act has also been at work shoring up support with the state's Democratic Party establishment. Boo! Yeah, whatever, dude. But anyways, isn't it funny? Like, You know what I mean? This. So, essentially, Cubby gave MCLR a bunch of stock for them to sell to try to actually get that to be a relevant donation. So, uh, and I think the funniest thing is is that everybody's telling us that they're circulating version seven or whatever, but there's only, only like three and five are in circulation. And why is there version seven anyway? Who the hell even knows what's going on with that thing? You know what I mean? Like not to mention some of the other unsavory people, shall we say that are, You know, in full support of that initiative and... You know who I'm talking about, people. Come on. You know what I mean? Do I really? Yeah. Anyways, So that's pretty interesting, right? I mean, Steve Cubby, he loves to put... He loves to, you know, say that he was one of the founding fathers. He was right there with... Dennis Perone, he was making the decisions, he was, you know. And I I I have respect for Steve Covey, I always have. I have his guy I have him in Rosenthal's uh combination book or co authored book of why marijuana should be legal right here. You know what I mean? Um there's I have nothing personal against any of them, but I don't understand why you would I mean I understand why you wouldn't give it to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Because we wouldn't take that shit in the first place because what the hell, it's not even viable. We can't go down and tell, you know, not even MCLR can go to a professional signature gathering company and say, hey, here's all these stocks in this Kush company. You think you could gather some signatures for us? You think that's going to work out? I don't think so. But it is a nice pipe dream and it is a good way of saying, hey, look, I lent a hand. I did my part, and they couldn't do it right in the end. So that way when, when Adult Use of Marijuana Act really rolls over, he can just fall in line again with the rest of all the other guys that are doing it right now, you know what I mean? I read a good article from, uh, actually, Cal Normal, Dale Carringer, who constantly sends me uh, the uh, the... The what or whatever you call it, the little pamphlet thing that they send out every month or every other month or whatever it is, he still sends it to me even though I haven't paid him. But, but I, I mean, in all honesty, I've I've I bought like a bunch of shirts and other stuff from them just to kind of you know make sure I was giving it back to the to them and stuff. So hats and shirts and yeah, Heidi and one of the hemp California normal shirts and other stuff like that. Whatever, right? But the point is, is they wrote a really good article that that came in that newsletter, and it was about the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, and I was pretty shocked to say that uh, Dale did a pretty fair job of ripping it apart and saying, hey, this, you know, this is, this is what it is, pretty much, not and not really endorsing it or not really, you know, uh, but I'm sure they'll all roll around, too, once that shit has officially come down, and they're like, yeah, we got the money, man, whatever. But in the meantime, there's still thousands of dedicated volunteers right now throughout the state dedicated to gathering signatures for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and trying to make sure that, you know, there is equal representation throughout the state for cannabis consumers, for hemp cultivation, for um unclogging and releasing a lot of these of our prison non-violent drug offenders from our crowded overcrowded prisons that are You know, we're literally under the federal government is telling us to release at least so many prisoners from our prisons because they're over So, you know, what's what's a better way of doing it than um, legalizing cannabis and righting the wrong of those people even being locked up in the first place, setting them free, giving them the option to um, petition to get their um, records in relation to marijuana destroyed, and so that they're never seen as a criminal ever again in relation to marijuana because it, it's just the right thing to do. I mean, that's really, there's that's a lot, that's one of the big reasons why a lot of people are activists is because they have family and loved ones and friends that are affected by this drug war and they get thrown in jail or they lose their kids or their kid, they're not able to treat their kids with um, medicinal cannabis in certain states or whatever and they end up losing their child. I mean, some real horror stories out there within the cannabis community and culture that really, you know, it it kind of gets brushed aside just because we're such, you know, we're, collectively we're very positive people. We try to stay on the positive side, but there are real tragedies out there that happen on a constant basis because of the lack of cannabis in our society. And that's something we need to change. And that's what this radio station or and this radio program is all about. It's all about talking about cannabis, keeping it real. Um, with that being said, we're going to listen to another track here. We're going to listen to a little High Praise from Fresno, California, one of my favorite local reggae bands, um, Just My Luck. Everybody tune in. We'll be back in a little bit. This is Just My Luck by High Praise. All right, that was just my luck by high praise. Uh shout outs to uh David Wilder, uh Chris Avila, Kurt Jackson. Um I, it's so hard to say the guy's name on drums. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, bro. But you were you were awesome. You were one of my favorites up there the other day. It's, and in uh in uh sorry, excuse me. Vasilia, Vasilia, Vasilia. <laughs> Anyways, Shout out to all those guys, Damien P the guitar. Um, you guys were all amazing. Last time we went and saw you guys live Adam Celia over at the cellar door. Um, great job. Uh Kurt Jackson. I really wanted to play that song that you sent me over and play on the show tonight, but I, I couldn't download it anywhere. So if you can give me that track somehow, we'll get it on the show too. I thought that song was very cool. I wanted to get it on here tonight, but unfortunately I wasn't able to uh, be sure to show high praise and love. Check them out on Facebook. Uh all social media and website. Check them out on dot uh, bandcamp.com where you can purchase their music, purchase the, the songs you heard here today. It might even still be free. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. Don't <laughs> either way. Check them out; they're a really awesome band. Uh, really awesome live, along with the Green Machine. We also saw uh, Simple Sensation, I think was their name, yeah, and they were they were awesome too, man. And uh, Green Machine was awesome as usual, but man, that, yeah, that Barb Marley show was really fun. If I saw you, um, I'm telling you, you got to get more active in your area. Um, go out and see these awesome reggae bands, these reggae shows. There's a lot going on. There's a little bit more of a uh, reggae culture coming to Fresno, and hopefully we 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 want to catch on to that and try to you know share some of the the great, awesome, positive vibes and music that's coming out of Fresno in the Central Valley and share it with our listeners and everybody that's tuned in to Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. Um, remember this is a talk show. If at any time, any of you want to call in at nine one seven, eight, eight, nine, eight, two, nine, eight. Um, please feel free and we can talk cannabis in any way. Anyway, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> Shout out to everyone. at high praise. Kurt, hit me back about that. Uh, it was awesome to see him in the chill hill shirt too while he was up there grooving at the Visalia show. Um, Anyways, what we're going to do, so like I was saying, if you're out there listening right now, be sure to call in at 1010 to this evening, and you will win two free tickets to the After 420 Sesh. And we went to the Together We Stand Sesh, and I was uh, very impressed. It was a very, very nice venue. The place was very clean Awesome vendors. I mean, the vendors are always great. You always have guys like Couch Glue that are out there. Um, Slacktivist, which Trip was out there running the Slacktivist booth. You had Garden Ablaze, Davenport. Um, you had the Taste Good Collective, I think is what it was, but it was right behind us. Those guys were really nice, dabbing us out the whole time. Um, Joseph Dunbar of Chameleon Extracts, who, by the way, man, uh, on that picture, that do dough was just phenomenal. I really enjoyed that. Um, the banana kush that I got from you as well. And then I'm um, just finishing up that fire OG, oh, man. And all those stuff are really good. I'd really like to get Joseph on the show one of these evenings to really break it down for everybody about concentrates and extracts. And really, you know, we were discussing over that Garden of Blaze and how the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative is really the initiative that really specifically protects extracts and concentrates and the industry that you're that a lot of them a lot of people you know within a lot of these awesome vendors that we see at these shows and are mingling with and talking with and um, that at these events are you know that's that's the initiative, and it's so true. Like I saw Chris Phillips posting it on Facebook, and just truth, you know what I mean. And it's that meme that Milan made, and then how it says that the, you know if you haven't donated to the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative, or in some way started collecting signatures for it or are active for it, you know what I mean, then you're really you're really slacking in a way that. Hey man, you know what I mean. This is the initiative that's going to protect what you're doing. Um, <laughs> And that's not to say, you know, the industry itself and people like Joseph Dunbar, Chris Phillips of um, Harbor or uh, Davenport Extracts and uh, Chameleon Extracts haven't, you know, these guys know their stuff, man, and they they've done a really good job of self-regulating and making sure that they're producing the best quality extracts by getting them tested and going the extra mile uh, before they even get to the patients. So. You know, shout outs to those guys. It was really great talking to Joseph out of Garden of Blaze the other day when we were out at a patient appreciation day over there, which by the way happens every first Friday of every month over at the gas station. And if you haven't been out to uh, one of those events it's very cool. Just very chill over at the gas station. You got guys barbecuing it up, making tacos, um, all kinds of stuff, man. It was uh you got we got like I said, you got uh, me and Jeff um or Hedgewitch from uh Monday evening show uh, the philosopher's stone uh he came down into town and we went out there together and we had the benefit of you know getting to meet the guys over at a g m farms um talking to them one of the, the guy recommended the phantom cookies, which was a- deli- was phenomenal i i that was probably one of my favorites um and you know you got to see the some of the glass artists that were there um, it it was really cool and you get you have the opportunity to actually talk to them like like over at loud seeds, you know, like I hadn't seen him in so long, and we sat there and just talked about all kinds of stuff, and we're just smoking dubs and hanging out and that those are things that you know you those are like the small fishes that happen are the ones where you, it gets a little more personal, you get to talk to them, and you know that that's that's the kind of times where you can really learn about some of these strains, where they came from, the history, things like that, so it's fun, it's good time. We gotta get a drink of something here. Give me one second. Excuse me. All right. So we're back on Let by People Girl." We'll talk about some. We were talking about a little bit of the news before. we were talking about how Steve Cubby donated to NCLR. Right? Whoa, man! Big million dollar donation. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I've been, to, you know, I've heard rumors of NCLR. Getting a, a large donation prior to this and then converting it into some sort of phone bank or something like that, and that not panning out. But I guess now, if you look at it now, I mean, it's kind of perfect because now they have this whole phone bank to where they can just try to sell everybody all these penny stocks or nickel stocks, dime stocks, hopefully, hopefully a, hundred, a dollar a share stocks. Yeah. Right? Right? It doesn't matter, none of that stuff would pan out in time for them to for it to be qualified, have everything that's required for it to be on the ballot like that's what's so funny is none of that would matter. It would have to happen right now. It would have to be Johnny on the spot, we need that million dollars or we need you going to the signature gathering place. Qualified plan saying, Hey, I need you to put your whole damn staff out there on this for an entire month and make sure we have this many signatures and paying for that. And then, you know what I mean? Then we would have that. That's what it needs. That's what either the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative needs or MCLR. But MCLR is, is the Jack Hare Initiative just less restrict- they think oh well, the Jack hair initiative is just like a tomatoes initiative when it's not they're essentially the same damn thing essentially uh m c l r is a spin off of Jack here that is not as liberal as the one as as the original, they just said, oh well that this won't be accepted by the public. this won't be accepted by the public, and this won't be accepted by so we're gonna take those out and we're gonna rewrite this and and then they called it the same you know, but it's essentially the same thing, dude. Hey they regulate it like beer and wine and they'll sit there and say the Junk Hair Initiative is a uh like a tomatoes initiative and it's not it's not at all. It's regulated. There's nothing in there that says it's just freaking uh an unregulated market in which everybody will just be you know Not everybody. Even if everyone can cultivate 99 plants, just like everyone right now can technically cultivate as many grapes as they need, or hops, or whatever they need in their yard or their backyard to be able to produce up to 100 gallons of wine or beer for personal consumption. Just like not too many people do that, not as many people are going to do that with cannabis. And even if they did, it's not going to be 100 plants per person. And it doesn't matter. Even if they did do 100 plants. That's their damn right, and it should be their right, because 99 plants is, well, they say, oh, that's too much. If you don't, if you've never cultivated plants on your own before, then don't, don't, don't even try to talk to me about how that's not enough, that's way too many plants, dude. You're going to be just blowing it up, so dude, please, you don't, if you haven't grown, if you haven't cultivated your own plants, then it's kind of hard to say, then take your word for it, just because. Um, you know, I've been cultivating my own for about the last eight, nine, ten years or something like that. I don't know, something around there. And you know, I put a lot of passion, a lot of my time, a lot of love into what I do when it comes to cannabis cultivation. And uh you can't tell, I'm a little passionate about cannabis. And uh, you know, so it's it's hard to take someone's word for it that doesn't even cultivate their own their own medicine and really relies on this so-called, uh, unregulated medical market or whatever that, you know, that's led the whole country astray with medical marijuana statewide, right? Because, yeah, it's so unpopular that nobody liked it. That was sarcasm, people. All right. But let's see. We got some more marijuana news stories to discuss. Um... Like Jake Plummer pushing NFL to research possible marijuana benefits? Really? You couldn't find someone better than Jake Plummer? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. There are some good ones, you know, that are out there. And it is, it is a serious topic. I mean, why can't these people, they're, they're facing these brain damage issues and stuff that, you know, most dementia patients and uh, Alzheimer patients have when they start, you know, and and those are things you see in the older generations and stuff that doesn't start happening until your brain really starts going, you know, and these guys are losing it really early and dying because of these things and the trauma and the pain and the other issues that they're facing, and why can't they try to use a non-toxic natural alternative to um, to battle those things? So uh, Pennsylvania voted for medicinal cannabis. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that passed if I'm not mistaken, uh Pennsylvania house, let's see, load, damn you, Pennsylvania house passes medical marijuana bill, so that's a good thing for Pennsylvania um, I see we got a caller on the line. look who it is, oh, it's my wife? It's my wife Hi, babe, I love you um the house on this is funny right Harrisburg um Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, whatever. Um, The House on Wednesday approved allowing the medical use of marijuana in Pennsylvania, sending the legislation to the Senate, which has approved medical cannabis bills in the past. The vote was 149 to 43, with all voting Democrats and more than half of Republicans in support. So, bipartisan, bruh. Medical cannabis is uh, so... We got it so wrong in California, and had it did so. We did so bad with Prop 215 that it spread all the way to Pennsylvania. You see what I'm saying? Like this whole um, oh my god, like it's time to finally rein in California and their crazy unregulated market with the MRSA, uh the state regulations, and all this stuff. And it's it's essentially just like what we're dealing with right now. We know who runs those. Sh- we know who butters their bread. We know the corporations, the private prison lobbyists, and all the big lobbyists in this state are the people that really make the legislation in this state. So why why wouldn't everybody be in support of a people's initiative that's put on by volunteers, all grassroots, and the only thing it's asking for is true re-legalization of cannabis hemp so that it can be utilized in the state of California in in the ways it was prior to prohibition. And you know what I mean? Like cannabis hemp was essentially the basis of society. I mean, it was the plant that can provide you with everything from clothing to food to energy to, you know, housing, so many other things that it can provide you with. So uh, it's just baffling to me that, people wouldn't be in support of a uh, people's initiative versus a corp essentially a George Soros Monsanto corporate sponsored initiative that they went out and found the guy who literally destroyed the music industry and made it really hard for a lot of musicians and and artists to um
0: <laughs>
1: you know be successful without going through very specific um sources um as their frontman and say, hey look, we've got what's right. It's the adult use of marijuana act, guys. And it is the right thing to do because it's gonna slightly reform the laws here in California. You're gonna be able to have up to one legal ounce of marijuana. Hey guys, how about that, huh? How about that? We already have that during during the whole prop or what was it? Yeah, Prop nineteen and the reform or control and regulate tax cannabis, whatever the hell their actual official title was, yeah, you know, we saw that same thing happen during that time. They said the same shit, and it's just uh beyond me well I don't i'm I'm at a loss for words here, people why people are so against uh, a people's initiative, but hey, whatever, you know what I mean, like to each their own, I mean, if you really believe in the Adult Use of Marijuana Act, which I don't, I don't see all these huge endorsements that the East Bay Express mentioned in their article that they're announcing every week that's popping on board this huge um, right step in the right direction, <laughs> you know, I'm not seeing that. I, ha- I have seen Chris Conrad endorse it, and but Chris Conrad endorses every legalization initiative. It doesn't matter what it is. So he's going to endorse it either way. You know what I mean? And you can get angry or upset about that, but regardless, that's just what he's going to do. He's, he, he doesn't, in his mind, he doesn't feel like voting against his own best interests with any, you know, if it's some, even the slightest reform, then, the, then the, that's uh, something to champion. And that's okay, I mean, everybody has their own their own opinions, their own way of seeing things, and that's fine with me i can I can still go on about my everyday life without worrying about that. You know what I mean, or you know Chris is a great guy. we had him on the show before he has his own opinions um the California cannabis hemp Initiative is the best one. he knows it's the best one. He's said it several times. he just is very you know just like everybody else he knows the In this current political atmosphere and realm that we are participating in, unless you have that almighty dollar to speak for you, then it's going to be really tough. It's not impossible, people. I mean, look at Bernie Sanders right now. He is essentially um, doing the impossible. What everybody said can't be done, he's doing right now. And And it can be done. You know what I mean? We just have to rise up, stand up, be heard shout out loud we're not gonna take this shit anymore. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we're gonna get to another track. We're probably gonna do a back to back track and then come back just because I think I'm gonna take a little smoke break. And with that being said, don't forget at ten ten tonight, if you're the first caller at ten ten, you will win two free tickets to the four twenty set after four twenty session put on by the Together Together We Stand crew and Doja Loke and all them over there. Um, shout outs to them. Um, I'm excited about the Smokehouse sesh too, and I'm also excited about the um, the After 420 sesh that's coming up soon too, which is essentially uh, Together We Stand part part two. So it's part two, part two. Let's rock again. This is Paro Bravo, and we'll be back in just a little bit on Let My People Grow with your host Dusty Bowles on the CCHI Radio Network. All these record companies
0: punk is a bunch of bitches, man. In a blue dream. Hey, soldier, do you know if your dispensary or supplier supports the cannabis legalization effort? Nah, man. I don't need to know that. Soldier, you need to hear the alarm clock and wake and bake out of your illusions because you do need to know that. If your marijuana money isn't going to sources that support the legalization effort, then you are supporting a system that locks up non-violent offenders for nothing more than you do down at your dispensary. Bottom line, as long as Americans are going to jail while your sources fail to support legalization, then you were just smoking dudes on other Americans' time. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the People's Right to Plant.
1: Last note. <laughs> Anyways, that was Digging Dirt with Head High and Glassy. Um be sure to check them out at uh diggindirt.bandcamp.com. Uh, and the first song we heard was from Perro Bravo, Let's Rock Again. Um be sure to check out Perro Bravo. Both of those bands um are long supporters of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative. Uh Perro Bravo actually played at the um at the um uh, oh man, uh, Free the Tree event down in Santa Cruz with uh, along with Ancestry, um, Nomolaka Doja, um, and Burnt, which uh, we have a I have a Burnt track lined up for this evening, I believe. Um, anyways, um, be sure to check those guys out. Check them out on Bandcamp. Check them out on um, check them out on. And remember, hey, we're coming up. I'm sorry, sorry. Be sure to check them out on uh, all the social media sites. Um, Show them some love. Purchase their music. Um, These guys are amazing bands. Um, I have Digging Dirt's um, uh, cool, super cool uh, disc. I purchased the actual disc because I thought the artwork was so amazing. Um, But uh, be sure to show these guys some love. Uh, we we back to back track there. That was digging dirt head high and glassy. Impero Bravo, let's rock again. We can rock on this show. We don't just play funk and reggae. We mix it up a little bit. Um, that being said, folks, it's ten o two. At ten ten, we're giving away two free tickets to the after four twenty session put on by the Together We Stand crew. Uh, Doja Lok extracts Doja Loke himself and the entire crew and family that puts together these events. And I can tell you they do a damn good job of doing it. They all work very hard to make these events uh, possible for patients here in the Central Valley. So, and a way that we can give back is uh, here at the CCHI Radio, Let My People Grow. Thank you to Trip Boone for um, getting these tickets and giving them to uh, me essentially to give away on Let My People Grow. And um, so. First person to call in at 1010. I've already put it out on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and on Facebook. So if you did share those posts and you did like and share, uh, Let My People Grow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those social media sites, also CCHI Radio, all that good stuff. If you did those things, you would know right now that at 1010, we are giving away those two free tickets. So... It's on people if you're listening right now. And even if you're not, you know that it's coming at 1010. So be ready. And Hedgewitch, don't even get any crazy ideas about calling in at 1010. I know what you're thinking out there, bro. I'm, I'm two steps ahead of you, unless you're working. <laughs> um, so we're back. Uh, we got to hear some awesome music for a little break there. I got to take a little smoke break. Oh, man, yeah, whatever. God. You know who I'm talking about, too. Just not gonna, I'm not going to name any names here. But, man, that is weird-looking thing. So. Um... <laughs> So the Smokehouse sesh uh we had Camo and Tommy on the show last week and we had a really we ended the show with some really good conversations about you know really what an activist is and really being that positive um type of person that uh to make a difference in your community and step it up and you know um bringing together these sessions like this, they are ways that you can give back to the community, bringing these vendors in. These vendors offer a lot cheaper prices at these events for patients specifically because they know, um, you know, it's small town, small, t- small people. Um, It's really not a small town. It's right? not as small as people like to think it is. Uh, it has grown tremendously since, I mean, I've lived here my whole life and it's done nothing but grow. Um, um The only thing they're not allowing to grow is cannabis, which is a serious problem, especially when it comes to hemp when the Central Valley specifically needs hemp more than any other part of, portion or part of California really out there. You know what I mean? Um, and that's really one of my main reasons why I've always supported the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative besides, you know, really Jack Hare being um, essential to really motivating me to really you know, get in the movement and get active, and really be a warrior for our own freedoms. Um And don't forget, in four minutes, we're giving away two free tickets to the after four twenty Um You can call in at ten 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 ten. It's ten oh six. You got? Let's see. You got three minutes and thirty seven seconds. So, I'm just saying, it's not like I'm watching the clock or anything. Um. Uh, But like I was saying before, the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and hemp is really essential to the Central Valley, um, revitalizing the damaged soil that's been over over fertilized with these toxic um, petrochemically derived uh, chemical nutrients that have essentially, you know, calcified the land, completely stripped of of, um, being a living biological soil and really allowing stuff to cultivate which is you know the central valley was always praised not just for being a huge valley in which we get a lot of sun, but it was also when it was found you know they were like man this is some of the best soil in the world and stuff really grew here and it wasn't just because it was a lot of it all over the place it was because it was really a healthy living soil and they've really done a, a terrible job of destroying that um you know that uh that living soil that we have here in the Central Valley, and the and the hemp is one of the essentially one of the best ways to repair that soil. Um, farmers can use it as bumper crops, you know, um, all kinds of stuff, and it's pest resistant. You don't need um, any type of pesticides or fungicides, and it's very low. It's a drought resistant crop. It grows in any climate. It grows in any climate. Why would you, you know, I mean, from our, uh, the Central Valley has. It has some of the worst air quality in the nation. It has some of um the highest poverty rates. It has some of the highest homeless rates. Um people going to food going to bed hungry. Um well, what's one plant that you could use to, you know, help you know, help uh battle that, you know, and and really answer that solution and, you know, cannabis hemp plant. You know what I mean? It's not just about getting high. It's not just about getting stoned. It's not, you know, stone getting stoned, getting high, whatever. That's a cool, fun thing to do on the side, or for, you know, creative purposes and other things like that. But I mean, honestly, cannabis is a natural, non toxic substance and once you build a tolerance to it, at that point you're just you're just maintaining uh stability and you're really just functioning at, at peak performance, shall we say. You know what I mean? That was one of the best um, descriptions I heard from a doctor at one of the high tens cannabis cups when we were sitting in listening to one of the panels was them, you know, the description of cannabinoids and how they regulate everything that we have going on in our heads. You know what I mean? Like our receptors that are firing too fast, it slows them down to the to their normal speed. If ones are going too slow, it speeds them up to their normal speed. So that you're all, everything's just firing at peak optimum levels. And uh, I thought that was a good explanation. But we're at 40 seconds. 40 second countdown right now for two free tickets to the after 420 sesh. Um, All you got to do is call in to let my people grow at 917-889-8298 at exactly 1010. And the first person that calls in at exactly 1010 will win two free tickets. So you gotta be the first one to show up on my board, on my screen here live in the Bud Cave, and you're running out of time, people. It's ten seconds, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. All right, it's ten o'clock. I'm waiting for the first caller. First caller to call in at this exact moment is gonna win those two free tickets. So I'm just waiting for a caller. While we sit here and, who knows, talk a little bit about some more cannabis, talk about some news, talk about some events like we were talking about, how uh, this SESH that we're giving away these two free tickets to um, is going to be super awesome. The first one, Together We Stand SESH, was uh, really great. We got to have a booth out there for the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative here in Fresno, and we were collecting signatures out of that event. Uh, It was a great venue, great place. So, still waiting on a caller. All you got to do is call in. 10 o'clock. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone. And if you don't, whatever, we're gonna away next week. Whatever, we'll figure something out. But somebody's going to win these damn tickets either way. Some way or the other. So, But it can't be anybody I know. Uh, maybe. It depends. Because then it just look fishy. <laughs> Anyways. um, So, we got... Of another new band that we're going to be playing this evening, too. They're called The Movement. Um, I've been in contact with them before. I just haven't got around to um, actually playing their music. I've just been so busy with school and other stuff. So um, with that being said, we're, we'll play them a little later in the show. But um, still waiting on that caller, man. You guys are missing out on two free tickets right now. So, you know, I mean... The cool thing about the 420 session, Together We Stand and the whole Dojo Location, these tickets aren't even that expensive, but the cool thing is is they're completely free and all you got to do is call 917-889-8298 at this exact time and moment and you will win free tickets. I have a caller at 559-834, and I'm not going to say the last four digits, but we're going to go ahead and put you on the line. 559-834, this is Dusty Bowles i let my people grow, and you just won two free tickets to the After 420 session.
0: That's what's up. Hell yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, just for that.
1: Oh, I think I hear some percolating.
0: Oh, yeah. That that was a victory one. I was just cruising, and I seen it. I was like, oh, man, I need to get to that Bud Cave channel real quick.
1: Nice. <laughs> Man, that's thank awesome! You. I ain't never won nothing. You just won two free tickets to the After 4:20 I'll Let my people grow in the CCHI Radio. Compliments of Trip Boone and the CCHI Radio. So thank you for calling in, brother. What we'll do right now, we'll cut to a track. I'll get your information and ho- And obviously you're in the 559 or in this area. We'll get. Uh, we'll make sure that we get together and I get you these tickets. But for now, we'll cut to a music. And then I'll get you on to the uh, lobby over here, and we'll talk a little bit and get some information passed down. All right?
0: All right, for sure. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. And what was your name? Rob. All right, Rob. Thanks for calling in, brother.
0: No problem.
1: All right, guys. We're going to play one more track right now. This is Ancestry Free Yourself. Uh, you got to be warriors for your own freedom. Jack Harris said it himself. Um, congratulations to Rob. He just won two free tickets to the After 4:20 sesh. You guys enjoy this track while well, I chat a little bit with Rob and get some information from him. Free Yourself by Ancestry. Just got off the line with Rob. Super excited. He is super excited. Glad he was tuned in, and he was just happened to be packing a bowl. And he's like, "Wait, what time is it?" It's oh shit! It's ten ten. Called in one two free tickets to the after four twenty session. That's all possible because of the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative (CCHI) radio. Mainly Trip Boone. To be completely honest, and let my people grow on the CCHI radio network. Thank you again, Rob, for calling in. It was super awesome to give those tickets away. I'm glad it actually worked out because we've tried to give stuff away in the, past. It's not, in the past. It's not always easy to give stuff away, believe it or not, especially on a radio program. But then again, this isn't your traditional radio program. I'm not being broadcasted through the FCC airwaves and all this other bullshit. I can say whatever I want on here. That's the beauty of a podcast and radio show. So that's why. And, you know, I, you know. Rob, be sure to tell all your friends about Let My People Grow and the fact that you can call into this show at any time and you can talk about, you know, hey, you want to talk about a local band that you think is really cool and you want to hear them on the show, call into the show and let us know about it. Uh, You want to talk about concentrates. You got an event you know about. You want to talk about products, you know, like uh, bath bombs, Amore bath bombs. You want to talk about, um, let's say, Galaxy e nails. You want to talk about, you know, some really great products that are out there right now in the uh, in the industry and that are being used in, you know, by our culture and our community. Call in. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? And you want to talk about strains, cultivation, stuff like that. It's really my forte. It's really a, what I really have a passion for is cultivation. I've accumulated a lot of knowledge on it, and that and legalization, um, of course, because without that, then we don't we can't legally do it and then we get thrown in jail. Uh and unfortunately indiscriminately, you know, you see a lot more Mexicans and blacks locked up for the same thing that us whites use and consume at the same rates. So, um, you know, um it's it's very unfortunate and it's sad that it's still taking place in this day and age and it can be corrected um through initiatives like the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and if you haven't checked that out go to cchi2016.org where you can click the volunteer or donate buttons to get involved with the only all-volunteer grassroots political movement to re-legalize cannabis hemp in California. Um, and and we're talking about real re-legalization. We're not talking about just slight reforms that are just going to, you know, oh, you can have this much weed, but anything over that, we could still take you to jail, you know, or... If you cultivate more than six plants, you're going to be – you're going to jail. You know what I mean? These are all things like why – why it's a, it's a natural non-toxic plant. It's never killed anybody in the history of mankind. Why don't we start treating it like that? That's one of the main – like, oh, that's just too – no, it's not that crazy. I mean, back in 2014, they did a field poll that proved that the California cannabis – not just – um legalization in the state of California is favored by fifty five percent, but then when they were asked about the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and if they would vote for it, the polling went up. It went up to fifty six. You know what I mean? So they actually after reading the C C H I they were more in favor of legalization. that means someone who wasn't was in favor after hearing the California cannabis hemp initiative because it wasn't as restrictive as most of the initiatives like prop 19 back in 2010, that got a lot of feed, like got a lot of pushback from people within the community because it, it didn't do what they were expecting a legalization initiative and, ba- and ballot measure to do. <clears throat> you know, they feel like they don't want to see um, 19 licenses that only, you know, only, big players are going to be able to purchase. And then there's this small limited amount of these um, entrepreneurial uh, fee or whatever licenses that only – if you you know I mean? It's all numbered, and it's all going to be pricey. It's going to go to the highest bidder at some point. Even if it doesn't start that way, that's the way it will end up because the state will know that they can get as much money out of whoever wants these licenses as possible, and they will start charging that much money. So, I mean, if we don't regulate – cannabis in the state of california better than colorado better than oregon better than washington then we are no better than those states who are currently you know in colorado you have the state that's denying post-traumatic stress disorder as for veterans for them to be able to use medicinal cannabis that's ridiculous Also, you're seeing all these cannabis cups and events no longer taking place in these places because now you can no longer have cannabis any place alcohol is consumed. So guess what? Most of these venues and places where people um, gather, um, enjoy events and places like that, they all have alcohol permits and licenses, and those two can't be combined. Those are bad laws. That's all stuff that these people promoted and were like, yeah, this is the best thing we've ever seen in the state of Colorado. It's going to do so much. And I'm not 100% hating on the fact that, yeah, they're making tax revenue. They're doing all this. But, my God, have you guys seen what's going on over there? The biggest producer of cannabis in that state is an old man that's never smoked weed, voted against legalization, and couldn't even tell you what the names or strains are that he's growing he just knows he's making a shitload of money from it and those are the people that we're going to hand it to in California versus the people the mom and pop outlaw backyard people you know that have been keeping this industry and community thriving for the last you know freaking 40 50 years what even probably longer you know even longer than that you know, this is generation upon generation of cultivators that have supplied many of us, myself, patients throughout this state. Um, you know, just stoners, whatever you are, whatever you use medicine, whatever you use cannabis for, whatever the purposes are, these people have been providing it to us, and, uh, and why should we hand it over to the R.J. Reynolds corporate America that's been literally funding the prohibition against it? All these people th- that literally funded the drug war and put money into ensuring that the that Black and Mex- Mexicans were unproportionately locked up in higher numbers than than whites over marijuana use and even other drug use, um, you know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy, you know. But hey, that doesn't mean that you know it's like. Bad decisions they're bad decisions, and bad decisions can be fixed with good decisions. It's not impossible to change things um It's just really hard when you're up when your back's against the wall and they're shaking, everybody else has you know got that money to just purchase their way right to the top. you know even in my even to me, I believe honestly in my heart of hearts that buying petition or buying a petitioner, a professional, or paying someone to go get those signatures for you. To me, in a sense, it's still kind of, eh. I don't know if that should be legal or not either because, honestly, you're still enticing someone to go do the work for you versus really getting the job done. I think money should be removed from it completely, but I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I mean, look at, look how the adult use of marijuana legalization is specifically, it's just like we saw in Ohio with 10 specific people or a certain amount of people that are going to be able to profit from this, you know what I mean? And it's set up in that way. And those people already know these laws. They already know how it's going to happen, the licenses, who they got to pay, who they got to talk to, what's going to happen if it passes, all this shit to where, All those mom and pops, everybody you've ever known in this industry, all these cool um, sessions that we have all the time, they're going to be regulated out of, you know, the state law. They're going to be no longer permitted and all the stupid shit and whatever, right? It's all scare tactics, right? We're all going to be... I mean, the Adult Use of Marijuana Act is frightening, frightening, frightening. The fact that people can even consider it legalization, to me, it's funny when an ounce right now you just pay a fine. You don't. That's it. I get, we could do that right now. Under that's what Governor Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, He was, you know, that, that's the guy that freaking passed the whole one ounce is only a fine. So. During during 2010 or, or during the Prop 19 campaign to kind of take the wind out of the sails of legalization. And don't get me wrong, people, I, back in 2010, I was full Prop 19. I was one of those people that said you can't vote against any type of initiative that even slightly legalizes marijuana. Why would you ever do that? And it's like. Well, look look at the experience we've seen in Colorado, Washington, and other places. Those play a lot of those patients and other people that enjoyed a lot of things prior to legalization that are no longer enjoying them and are being taxed for that. What was medicine? What was considered medicine before and is now a legal substance? They're paying those taxes for, and they're not. They have to participate just like with the Adult Use of Marijuana Act. If you want to avoid paying. Uh, the legal the taxes in the legal recreational market for your medicine, you're going to have to register with the state of California through the state medical marijuana card program, which to me is that in itself is a forced tax. Right. That's they're forcing you to go pay for the car, which costs 50 to 100 dollars, depending on your financial circumstances or whatever the case may be. And you can go to your local county, like even here in Fresno, where I've purchased one before, which did me absolutely no good. Because as soon as I got it, they shut down all the clubs and told everybody, you can't do anything here in Fresno County. If you want to do it, you've got to do it somewhere else, right after they took my money and issued me a Fresno County state card that had the Fresno County logo on it and all this fancy shit. So you're thinking you're legit, and then they turn around and tell you, well, we don't understand these laws, so we're just going to shut it down. Oh, man. Anyways, it's crazy out there, folks. You know what I mean people are telling people are gonna tell you that, oh yeah, how could you vote against anything that you know that's progress well, it's you know what's your definition of progress? You know what I Because mean? if people are still being arrested for marijuana and it, at a, at a over six plants, you know what I mean if you got seven plants now you're going to jail. that's a little absurd, you know what I mean, and then. I, I, you know, the adult, Do they even mention hemp in the Adult Use of Marijuana Act? And if they do, I think it, the only thing it says is that it, it falls under the current regulations within the state of hemp right now, which is technically legal to grow hemp in the state of California, except for Governor Jerry Brown hasn't pushed that or signed that bill into law because he's waiting for the federal government to make up their mind on it, I guess. Whatever the fucking case may be. Like, why do we got to wait for these bureaucrats, politicians, all these assholes to make these decisions for us? We can make a difference. We can go out there and collect signatures for a people's petition that's actually going to legalize cannabis hemp not just cannabis not just recreational use of 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 marijuana or medicinal use 100% legal use of cannabis it's also going to legalize hemp which is one of the main things that we can do to boost this economy here in the Central Valley and in California start cleaning our air start conserving water start you know using this as an alternative to for clean fuels cleaner burning fuels cleaner energy um there's so many things that we can be utilizing these uh, biodegradable plastic, you know what I mean stuff that we we're filling in we're throwing into landfills right now, and if we can put them, um biodegradable fully sustainable hemp plastic and all these other things that are just gonna you know they're not gonna poison the uh a home of our of our children in the future um really you know. Because when you become an adult, you think like that. You think about what is, what am I leaving behind for my children? And, you know, I I only hope I can do better than what was given to us, you know, because really, I feel like, um, you yeah. know, and if, if you're a millennial, and most of the people in my generation, then they all feel the same way, you know what I mean? We all experience capitalism in, in a completely different way in this country, and, and the, you know, that whole, like... It was a complete shift in the 80s, man, right when I was born. And my entire life, I've never, you know, that whole American dream that everyone preached about was was completely out the fucking window by the time I became an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, at this point, you have to work. Two two people have to work to support a family of four, three, whatever the case. I mean, even me and Heidi, when before we had kids we were struggling to get by and pay our bills and it was just the two of us you know it's not easy out there and the fact that you know wages have been completely stifled for the la- or stymied for the last 30 something years and nothing's been adequately adequately adapted and you know the wages haven't been brought up to par and then you see states like uh, or you see Seattle city of seattle washington um raising the minimum wage and what do you know they have the highest job growth in the nation imagine that imagine that cuz money stimulates the economy right and growing from the middle out is the whole goal and if you're giving the average consumer more money he's going to buy your goods he's going to buy more goods in the community it's just i don't know people come on get it together peeps we got this anyways we're going to play one more. We're going to play another track here. Um, we're going to play a little of uh, The Movement. Um, this is a small axe. This is obviously a Bob Marley cover that I thought was really cool. So enjoy this by The Movement, Small Axe. And we'll be back just a little bit on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network.
0: That's the truth, you know.
1: It's the truth. We are the small axe ready to cut you down. Well, sure. To cut you down. That was the movement. Um, Be sure to check them out at, excuse me, I'll check it out right now. I believe it's rootfire.net or something like that. Um, Just Google them, check out the movement. Uh, the movement reggae band, make sure you put reggae band at the end of it and you'll find them. Um, they got a new album coming out. It's called golden. Um, check that out. Be sure to check them out, purchase some of their music. Um, great band, great music. Uh, thanks for showing some love to the California cannabis hemp initiative and let my people grow and allow me to play your music on the show. Um, we're back. Um, I can't even remember what I was talking about before. It's probably a lot about cannabis. I can probably assure you that. But let's see. What were we, what else were we talking about? Let's see. We're going to talk about a little bit of cultivation tips and things like that. Um, we'll talk. Um, just, I've been really slacking on trying to get some good hosts on the show for everybody. And I apologize for that. I'm going to get on that. Um, hopefully we get Drew West in here and to really get you guys to grow some big old monster plants and use his book. I have a certain copy of this book over here. Uh, the secrets to the, of the West coast masters. And this one is signed Dustin Overgrow Babylon by drew West. Um, hoping to get a copy of his new book. Um, that would be super dope. Hopefully we'll see him at the next event. He's always at the event. So I've always, always see him there. It's always good to see him. Um, Probably we get Kyle Cushman on here too too soon. He does his own shows on Wednesdays as well, so um, we'll try to get that on there or whatever I can make it it's a little easier now to schedule uh interviews too that don't happen live on the show, and I can record them so um that's another thing too. another feature um, but with that being said, well wait where all right so you know high times getting a lot of a lot of flack lately but you know what whatever dudes get over it man high times is they've been doing the cannabis cup and events and actual um competitions when it comes when it's related to cannabis for what 40 30 something years or something like that so, I mean, you get you gotta kinda give give them their dues, man. You know what I mean? Um anyways, let's talk a little bit about cultivation. Um uh, I'm just gonna read a little bit from High Times. This is a article by Danny Danko, one of my good friends. Shout out to Danny Danko and the whole High Times family, Rick Cusick, uh, Dan Sky, um, David Bienenstock, um, all those guys over at High Times. Um Anyways, I'm just reading from HighTimes.com, and this is just an article called Cannabis Cultivation Basics. And um, so this is from Danny Danko. From my observations based on traveling to cannabis fairs and pot gardens worldwide for many years, growing cannabis for personal use is on the rise as more people discover the virtues of creating their own homegrown. Police crackdowns push regular consumers away from the black market, while economic downturns convince more of sufficient smokers. The same pressures have driven pot seed breeders and advanced cultivators to create new hybrids, growing techniques, and stealth products to stay one step ahead of the authorities. Um, and like it was saying, um, the, of you know, being able to create your home, gro- your own homegrown, and being a shall we say self-sufficient smoker Um, that is spot on probably one of the greatest benefits to cultivating either your own uh, medicine your own medicinal cannabis or your own cannabis for whatever you're using it for um, is the financial freedom that you will you'll have the benefit of um, you know not having to purchase a bag from someone and that you know only these are the only options but i mean honestly the the generations now, they don't even know what that's like. I mean, nobody, you know, m- I remember the days when you you got what was there and there was no names. You just got what was there, you know what I mean? And if you ask for a name, the, I, I remember that period when it was starting to become popular where strings had, you know, where it was like, oh, yeah, man, like, really got to all the names. And I, you know, there was always the standards. Acapulco Gold, you know, Tide all those other ones that were just, you know, the, what's it, uh, all the other older strains that were thrown around for years, you know what I mean? Um, there was a time in, like, then, freaking, I think it was, like, mid-90s, late-90s when everybody was like, oh, my God, like, they really wanted to know, you know, the homegrown thing just really took over, and, um, you know, I, I bit the bug, too, because, you know, uh, why can't why wouldn't you grow your own? You know what I mean? Especially if you're a patient. Um but and at the same time though, it's very it's not very cost um it's very expensive for startups if you're gonna do indoor versus outdoor if you're allowed to cultivate outdoors, it's very the sun is free. Most dirt is free unless you're buying soil. Um most um some of the best or um nutrients you can use are organic nutrients or your own teas that you can make very easily um there are tons of recipes throughout um the internet and throughout the interwebs on the line on on the online and um so i mean there's that would be the easiest and cheapest solution would be to cultivate outdoors, but we know in a lot of places like here in Fresno and other places, they supposedly don't let you grow outdoors, even though we sh- we can say some do, and they are allowed to do it, and some aren't for some reason, because I don't know. makes you think of something. But, um, anyways, right, we... Cultivation outdoor would be the cheapest. Cultivation indoors would be, um, these is, yeah you know, cultivation was forced indoors mainly because of its illegality in the first place. I mean, that's really um, the main force that drove it indoors. And then, of course, anybody that's growing, still growing, that doesn't want to be seen by the police is growing indoors. And then, Of course, they're going to tell you that the best weed is grown indoors because they can control the climate. They can do all these things, but they can't give them the sun's natural radiation. They can't do a lot of things that happen outdoors that those plants benefit from that they don't benefit from indoors. And that's not to say you can't produce freaking really good, high-quality indoor weed that's maybe even better than some outdoors because of specific climates when it comes to cold temperatures, mold, other issues that you may run run into or face. But I mean, for the average patient to be able to just put be able to get a few plants at whatever $10 a plant and get 10 plants and put them in their yard and grow 10 plants and even, you know, and that's the thing where even 10 plants may not be efficient because you may lose half. You may lose them all. Who knows? You know what I mean? Not every And not every grower is going to get that, oh, my God, two pounds, three pounds per plant um, yield. You know what I mean? That, that you know, the more experienced grower shoots for and strives for on almost every harvest, that's just not going to happen. That comes with time and education, knowledge, and experience of actually cultivating the plant. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. you got to really... Have a passion and a love and uh desire to learn about the cannabis plant and then apply that knowledge through actually um cultivating those plants and gaining that experience um, Everybody knows the basics between indica and sativa, I'm assuming, but then again, you never know we could be could be someone that's listening to the show for the first time or someone that doesn't know about it and uh, the cannabis we smoke can be generally classified as either indica, sativa, or more often a hybrid, a combination of the two. Cannabis ruderalis is a low-THC variety native to Eastern Europe and Russia, which grows wild but is not smokable. Um, indicas, which originate in the Hindu Kush area of Central Asia, are characterized by short stature and fatter leaf structure. Traditionally, these plants were grown and bred for making hashish, The buds are covered with glandular trichomes that we sometimes refer to as crystals or keef. The trichomes are sifted away from the leaf and the buds, and then pressed to make hashish. Indicas tend to give their users a lethargic feeling, sometimes referred to as a couchlock or stoned. Uh, Sativas are a taller, longer flowering variety native to um, equatorial um, regions. With a longer growing season, uh, the leaves are typically thinner and longer, and the buds tend to be thinner and more elongated as well. Sativa plants were traditionally bred for hemp purposes as well as for medicinal applications, from smoking and brewing tea. Less trichome production is augmented by the characteristic sativa high, know as uh, know as a racy and electric. This up high. Was described by veterans returning from Vietnam who smoked the Vietnamese Thai and Laotian sativas of Southeast Asia. Some pure sativas have been known to induce paranoia and heart racing in unsuspecting smokers. Uh, me personally, I am an indi- I am a sativa person. I love sativas. They get me going. They get me talking. They get me bullshitting. Um, I love the high of a sativa. Versus an indica, that's just my personality. And then, you know, sitting behind a counter at at a collective or several collectives, you know, you you tend to find out too that it's it's different for everybody. A sativa could completely, for one person, could come act the complete opposite in the way it does for somebody else, and uh, vice versa. But I mean, the common effects are are pretty much to the point to where indicas are going to be more of the couch lock um, kind of really you know stoned kind of feeling versus um the stevas are going to be more of a heady high kind of like oh man i can still do some stuff like in you know and that and it's the combination of those two and hybrids that really freak people out sometimes because they they get a little bit of both and they're just like oh my god i'm really stoned um so and i mean that's pretty much essential. that's essentially what the breeders have been doing and um is finding the strains and mixing those two and finding the best traits of those genetics, mixing the two and bringing them together to try to get, um, you know, the specific um, flavonoid profiles, um, THC production, um, you know, structure of the plant. Um, so if it's, you know, you know, everything, you know, a really experienced um, breeder is going to really, you know, is going to break down all those things. And, Hopefully, you know, an experienced breeder is going to do that, and and they do, you know. Um, the Breeders' Bible is a really good book if you ever want to get into it and just um, learn a little bit more about breeding. I mean, obviously, until you're actually doing it, just like with regular cultivation, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to look no, right off the top of your head. So, And you're going to have to put in some work. Um, let's see... I want to play a track from an old band that we heard back at the first um, day in the park out in Berkeley. Um, It was a band called Big Sticky Mess, and those guys are a really good funk band. Um, With that being said, I want to play a track from them, then we'll come back, we'll do our last little minute shout-outs, all that good jive, um, and we'll be back on Let My People Grow. I'm your host, Dusty Bowles. This is Big Sticky Mess with Stretch. (laughs)
0: Some people do it on the ground. Some people do it with the radio. Some do it in the class. Some people like to do it really so. and I have a question for you. Did you know that smoking cannabis is a rather new trend? According to the book, Cannabis, A History, the act of smoking marijuana since came at about the same time as tobacco use went global in the 16th century. Until that western wave of cigarettes, humans mostly consumed hashish, or dried flour, in baked goods and teas. It was used as an incense, however, never in a pipe. So if you want to be a hardcore traditional stoner, start cranking out those edibles. But if you're like me, you'll take your medication however you can get it. This is WeHo Dank saying, "I smell freedom in the air." This has been a public service announcement brought to you by the West Hollywood League of Extraordinary Tokers.
1: Shoutouts to WeHo Dank. We all smell that freedom in the air. All right. And you just listen to Big Sticky Mess stretch, stretch. Um, Check them out at bigstickymess.com. Also check them out at bigstickymess. They're on Reverb Nation. They're also on Bandcamp as well. Be sure to check them out on there. You can purchase their music, find out what the local shit, where they're playing at, shows on their website. You can figure out all that stuff at bigstickymess.com. Shout-out to those guys for playing at that event that one day and also giving me a CD that one night. Uh, It was really cool. I also did pitch in some gas money to make sure you guys could get home from that show. Uh, But they're a really good band, man. They really dropped the funk. Um, We're back on Let My People Grow on the CCHI Radio Network. Um, I've had a really good time just chatting with everybody. To be honest, though, I wish you people would call in a little more. I'd love to chat with you about cannabis. Um, But, hey, you know what I mean? I'm not... we're, this is just a you know we're having fun i like it uh every wednesday night i do this show out of my garage out of the bud cave here in fresno california um just a you know it's just it's just a way to educate um give people um of you know within our community and it, and um movement the opportunity to be able to just discuss cannabis freely on a radio show and podcast on which we can archive and save and share with our friends and family and pass along this education and awareness to everyone we meet. Because honestly, um, the legalization of cannabis hemp is, is vital to uh, human existence in the future because the way that we're going on with um, uh, synthetic alternatives and is not sustainable where we're, we're polluting our planet, the air we breathe, the food we eat, the air we, you know, the water we drink. Um, it's, you know, no matter what your, um, <laughs> your, uh, theories may be, um, you know, we only have so much water, you know what I mean? You know, the clouds are a place, water is, is, it's always, no, it's not. And, uh, that's important and we can we can address that with by cultivating cannabis hemp in areas that are drought stricken um to help conserve water that needs a lot less water um, but please be sure to check out the California Cannabis Hemp Initiative and the Jack Hare Initiative the People's Initiative check out um let my people grow on Facebook Instagram Twitter check out CCHI radio at, on also on all those social media platforms um go to cchi2016.org Click the volunteer and donate buttons today and get active in your area in re-legalizing cannabis hemp 100% in a way that's not going to force all the mom and pop um, entrepreneurs that built this industry and been providing this state and patients with uh, high-quality medicine and ganja for quite some time. You know what I mean? And those are the people I trust. Those are the people I get behind. The cultivators, the growers, the providers, the patients the real people, the people that are making a difference, that are getting out there and they're gathering signatures, they're spreading the word about the California Cannabis Simp Initiative. Um, at this point, if you're not supporting the CCHI, your silence speaks volumes, and we hear you loud and clear, and we see where you stand. And, the, you know, even if uh, the adult use of marijuana use passes, CCHI ain't going nowhere. We're here forever. The Jack Hare Initiative, Long Live Jack, cchi2016.org. Check it out. Thank you for tuning in to Let My People Grow. Have a good evening.